Welcome back, friends and fellow adventurers. This week is the release of the 38th campaign episode here at Cocked, a Real Play RPG podcast. Thank you, each and every listener, for finding some time in your busy lives to spend with our party as they navigate through the lands of Manassas. We understand how difficult it is to carve out time and really appreciate your support and fellowship on this endeavor we have all embarked on. Just a quick recap of the last few episodes. The party had recently found their way into what appears to be a hidden and pretty secure prison. The party has freed and befriended Puck, a goblin, Julian, a green gem dragon, and they have had conversations with a demon named Chort, who remains locked in his cell. At the end of last episode, Braca was walking down the hallway to have another discussion with Chort. We resume as Braca walks over and sits down in front of Chort's cell. So Braca will walk over to Chort, Mr. Chort, and just kind of sit there and wait for Chort to notice him. So then we'll wait to get to that part, because okay. I know Katie was walking down near Puck and right. Julian. Correct? Yes. I was walking down to Puck and Julian. I wonder what the warden's doing. He's still banging Just his head doing up against this. the cell. Rat- rattle the cage. <laughs> rattle the cage. He's a TikTok. Yeah. Roll a perception check. Son of a It's 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 literally cocked actually. So <laughs> nine nine. You continue walking down the hallway and you make it to Puck uh-uh. and Julian. What's king? Whatever. You, you get to Puck and Julian. <laughs> ready, ready, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. It's mid. I'll I'll risk a lightning strike. So you make it there. Oh, okay. I thought Reggie was going. I'm sorry. No, I said yeah. before we start that, we're going to yeah. jump to... So I get to Puck and Julian? Mm-hmm. Um, Puck and Julian? Mm-hmm. Puck just turns and looks at you. We have some questions of how to get out of here. So as you're saying that, you notice <clears throat> when you walked up, Puck is standing next to Julian... And he's just kind of, like, petting, like, behind the head and, like, the chin area, just, like, having a conversation. So when you walked up and said something, he was like, mm-hmm. And she kind of turns and looks at you as well. Can I make a perception check to see if, like, she's enjoying that? Or... It would be insight. Or, you, yeah, you can roll sorry. insight. You're right. It would be insight. This is the thing that I get a nat 20 on? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Roll all your damage from oh your action on Oh my gosh. Um, Hold on. E- yeah, 20. You get the sense that they're becoming friends. Okay. And that Puck is just trying to comfort her because she wants to get out of here. Like, she is uncomfortable being in here. Yeah. She just wants to put this place behind her. So Puck is basically trying to comfort her and keep her calm. Um, while you guys discussed whatever you needed to discuss before you leave. Okay. I just want to make sure, you know, that's mm-hmm. consent, you know. It's an important thing. Yeah. So, for, I guess from my understanding is that we have to use the keys for the door? Yep. Mm-hmm. And something about portals, can you explain that to me? Um. So, the, what I've pieced together here, and I am not 
a master of this place. I've only been here for like, I don't know, a month, maybe two. But the keys are used to open the cells. And those same keys, the machine thing that guards here approached the door with the hag and basically took the key off its wrist and opened the door. As the door opened, the hag stepped into like the, the threshold and there was a bright blue light in front of them that I saw kind of like come in there and they disappeared and the door closed and the machine thing went right back to the end of the hallway and sat down. Okay, so he took the keys off, used it to open the door, and then he put the keys back on his arm? Yes. Did you see which one he used? Um, and he kind of looks above the door and looks at the symbol and goes, Is that on any of the keys? Do you still have them? I, I do. I have them. I, I, only, I only know how the cell doors work, and the armory seemed to work the same way. So I'm assuming as long as we match the glyphs up, we should be able to get through. Julian, do you know anything? I've kept to myself, and I'm barely able to move the way that they had chained me, so I don't... I can't help as much. I'm sorry. What about yourself? Do you know if you have any, like, abilities? Like, I'm able to breathe ice. Um, I don't, I don't really know the, the cell that I was in it, it made me feel very weak. I feel stronger and I don't know if it was the berry that was brought to me or just being outside of whatever that was. But when you're in those cells, it, it weakens you. It made me feel like I was slowly losing sanity and myself. I feel much better now, but I do feel like there was something keeping me from being able to do anything that I had learned before. And she looks at you and looks at Puck and disappears. Um, Disappearing. Uh, um, Julian? <laughs> Julian? And then she reappears and goes, um, did it, <gasps> did it work? You can do the same thing as Alfred. What? Could you, you see me? No, you you go invisible. It worked. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been able to do that. Was one of the first things that my my parents taught me was that was how if we were ever caught in the wild by somebody we could hide or avoid detection was to to do that and yeah I, I haven't been able to do that for a long time. What what else did you learn? Do you remember? You you don't have um, to try it. She kind of thinks for a moment. And she looks at you and she says, um, what is Katie thinking right now? Um, just like about what else she can do that she, and kind of thinking, I guess memories of like Alfred doing the same thing. Like that's kind of going through her head. Like what other abilities Alfred can do, like flying, the invisibility thing. She kind of looks at you and she goes, Alfred has some interesting wings. Do you... They're not like mine. They're different. I think I'm I'm able to do other stuff that I learned. I've learned how to read people's thoughts. And 
I'm assuming I just did that to you. If um, I can picture Alfred, he's like a, a purplish-blue dragon. Yeah. I didn't tell you that before. Okay. Okay. So you can go invisible. His yeah. wings are strange, too. They're not like... They're not like mine. They don't They don't seem like leather. They look almost like... Hmm. Some type of... Fairy, fairy. Or, or butterfly, in a sense. Yeah, he has more like fairy wings. Um... I mean, do you remember anything else that you learned? So you can... You can detect thoughts and go invisible. Um... I don't want to do it because I feel I don't want to hurt anybody. But there, you said a breath weapon. You said yeah. um, like ice. I can do ice. Yeah. So like you breathe out ice. Mm-hmm. I don't know when when I do it. It's almost like a, from what I can remember, it was a small, almost like a cloud that was like uh, purple and and pink, essentially mist that kind of floats around. I'm not I'm not sure what it does. Like a poison? Um I think so. It always it always seemed to make people It always seemed to make them a little confused in a sense. Huh. Okay. I do know I used to be able to do this and Pot kinda looks at her and he's like, Are are you sure? And she's like I think I have enough strength. And she turns and goes over to the wall. And you see as she reaches up with her, her claws and starts to dig into the wall. And starts to tear away at the wall. And you can see she does dig into it. And it starts to rip and tear. And she gets about a foot in. And as she pulls her claw back, the wall reshapes and reforms. Oh She's my able gosh. to dig into it, but then it kind of reforms itself. Okay. Well, it doesn't look like that'll be much help down here, but I'm I'm glad you you've had that skill. Um okay. Well, I guess the only option that we have is going to be the keys then. As you're saying that, you can see she's kind of got her head cocked to the side like looking at where she just dug in as she pulled a bunch of debris from the wall, uh-huh. and the debris that she had pulled from the wall that was in front of her is now gone as well. It just kind of re- the wall reformed, and that debris disappeared that she had dug out. Huh. Puck kind of looks around and he goes, "I think it's an enchanted location. I think it's been here for a very long time, just based off the glyphs. The glyphs are—they're not a language that." I know per se but they are old Yeah, I've seen them before, not here but at some of the other sites that we used to have to go to for the hags oh hmm so we want to we definitely want to get out of here, we're just concerned that if we use the keys that it, we don't know where it's going to take us I mean personally I don't see any other options? Yeah, we're kind of leaning in that direction too. It's just, you know, 
we don't want to be caught off guard, and especially with Julian not being strong enough, really, yet. Agard and Braca make a perception check. Agard, make it with disadvantage, because you're at the other end of the hallway. 17. Mm. No. He is. I'm in the middle of the hallway. Oh, He's that's right. You're in the middle. Yeah. I'm sorry. Braca, make it with disadvantage, because you were going so to talk to Troy. I will take advantage of 16. that natural 20. Oh, nice. You got a 16. You got a 16 with disadvantage? I'm just a happy boy. <laughs> with your 16 yep. on your perception check and with your natural 20, you see as this conversation is taking place, Puck and Katie are talking to each other and Julian kind of turns while they're having a conversation and starts climbing up the wall and then gets on the ceiling and kind of comes goes across the ceiling and then drops down back behind them and just like lands on all fours. And she kind of looks around and you two are just kind of watching this happen. What is she? Is she just showing like how I, strong she is? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Agar just thinks in his head like, I don't think you have to worry about carrying her out of here. Roll a... Perception check. Oh, God. What's that? Katie. 13. Okay. <clears throat> it was a 12, so you see it. I rolled an 18 for Pock, so neither of you freak out or get scared because you notice her start to climb up the wall. And while you guys are having this conversation, both of you turn and look at her with these confused looks on your face. And then she drops down, and she kind of looks at you guys, and she says, Um... Puck, I don't know if the portal is from the key or not, but if not, I can I can climb still. I feel like I have enough strength that I could most likely get some of us out. But the wall just reformed. How would you get us out? I can still dig in and climb. I can't tunnel, but you did say there was a a drop to get down here, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's if, quite if we a bit. Don't, if there's not a portal we have to go through, I could probably climb up to the top. Okay. And then we will jump over to Braca and Short. Um, Braca's just going to sit there until Short kind of like acknowledges that he's there. So you sit there for probably about five minutes, almost ten, somewhere in between there, before you hear in your head. Have you come to discuss a deal as previously mentioned? Maybe. Hmm. Before I do any of that, um, because I feel as if this deal will benefit you much more than it will me. Mm -hmm. Um, I would never gain anything off you without giving something in return. Well, you want something. And I I could give you two things. I I could get you out of here and give you your sword. Are you telling me you don't want something? I thought we established that before you did. Well, if you give me something, I'll give you that. 
just since I assume that those are the two things you want more than anything right now. Well, in my precarious situation, I'd say I'm not one to make demands. Well, um, how long have you been here? Long enough. Years, or months, years, centuries? Hmm. Time doesn't move for me as it does for you. Well, in terms of me, you know, a mortal, not a a demon or devil. Well, that's a little... hmm. No offense, but a dragon rat, as you've kind of been known for a while. What? Yeah, Hmm. I mean... I'd say you would definitely have lived and died a few lives while I was here. Okay, well, I will assume a few years then. More than one, at at least. Well, of course. Okay, well, we got that down. We got that out of the way. That's good. This is Mm -hmm. progress. So, what do you know about, essentially how this place works because something as powerful as you is trapped here so how would if you were able to walk out of this cell besides going to a different dimension or whatever walk out of here well first I would need these incantations lifted how would you go about doing that the keys I assume well if the door were to be opened, there would be a break in the incantations, which I would be able to pass through. Right. And after that, all theoretical, of course, mm-hmm. if you were to walk down this hallway and get to this door at mm-hmm. the end, how would you go about opening the door again and then leaving? I wouldn't need the door. Well, I that- just need my sword. Well, that's why I said theoretical. Say you don't have your sword, you somehow got out without your sword or anything like that, and you walk down the hallway. How would you get out? Hmm. I don't need to use that door. I have my ways. Well, again, theoretical. Do you know where this portal that these hags conjure up, do you know if they at the door down there do you know if they do it with the keys or is it they're doing Hmm. they just cast a spell on the door and they just create a portal and where does the portal go if you know Hmm. and if I give you this information what do I get in return I already told you what you get your fancy little sword that's in that room back there and he's gonna gesture towards the, Hmm. uh, the armory and a way out and the cells or the incantations or whatever lifted so you can walk out of here. Not so easy as you believe me to be to deceive. Well, even if I'm deceiving you or not, how are you going to leave the cell if I don't help you or if we don't help you? Your one passage out of here we have. Mm-hmm. So, how much longer do you plan to be stuck here? Oh, I will 
I've been alive for a long time. I'm not worried about time in the sense that you are. It's a matter of time before some of these magics and people who created them come searching. I don't need just you to get me out. I just need someone to get me out. At the moment, you're the most likely. But if it's not a deal that I believe will help me, I can wait. Just just because I'm curious, after you get out, what then? Like, return to whatever realm you're from, or, or what? Where are you from, to begin with? Hmm. It's warm there. Is it the, the hells, or... Hmm. The place is pretty warm, I think. Some parts of it. Mm, this place is rather cool compared to where I'm from, and... To answer your other question, I would... Exact my revenge on those who sought to deceive and put me here. Okay. Or is that the hags? Do the hags do that? Because if so, we have a common enemy there. Hmm. No. The hags are fearful of the power that I wield. Did they, mm. help, did they help put you here? No. Again, I've been here a while, and I can wait until I find a deal that Suits my needs. Okay. How how well do you know the astral plane? How well can you navigate that place? Hmm. The astral plane is just but another place of existence. I don't need to navigate it. I'm just asking. For a friend. I can tell you the Astral Plane doesn't have some of the same restrictions I face here. Well, that's interesting. Thank you for giving me the free knowledge. Um, well, you were helpful to me, not to my group, but I guess, I mean, we'll be on our way. I guess we'll figure something out. Hmm. Thank you again for the free knowledge. Roll a d20. Okay. Five. You feel this presence push against your will. Mm. And while you struggle, suddenly you feel something push through and you kind of pause for a moment. And as you open your eyes, he looks at you, and he says, The pain. Hmm. You carry that for a while now. I carry a lot of things. You'll have to be more specific. Your people. Your responsibility. What you've done. Hmm. I can help you let that go. 
I can help you seek comfort in what you've done, for what you've done is not as bad as you believe. But maybe a necessary act for a means to an end. Well, you doing that, I can see how desperate you really are. Hmm, I just wanted to know a little bit more about the person who wants to make a deal. I knew your family and your parents or something that you wanted back. But I didn't know just how tortured you were over it. Well, ask any question and I may give you the answer. What do you wish to know? Hmm. I have all I need. No question necessary. Well, that is good. I am proud of you. I will be on my way. If you need anything, though, don't go anywhere. <laughs> and, um, Brock is gonna walk back to Agard. As you're walking back, you just hear in your head, well, I'm sure you hope I don't go anywhere. Brock's just gonna kind of shrug to himself. So, Braca is walking away from Chort at this point. What would Agard have been doing? Agard has positioned himself... <clears throat> as is people do at a point of um, worship or an attempt to speak to um, their deity. He is um, laying flat on the floor on his stomach. They, they try to get as close to the, the ground as possible. Both hands holding um, his face right at the ground. Praying to, to doses for guidance. Do you want me to do like a religion or something? Um, you can. What are you What are you trying to get? Uh, just guidance. He 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 feels pulled a little more in the direction of mur- you know murdering Chort after his conversation with uh, Braca, and he trusts Braca. But there's still a conflict, so he's trying to get one last assurance or feeling of okay. No, you shouldn't do this kind of thing for moving forward. Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, I mean I, I, I doubt a twelve. As you lay down, yeah. You Agard puts his head in his hands and kind of grounds his entire body. Mm-hmm begins to kind of seek guidance as you close your eyes Agard is kind of taken away and almost in a vision in a sort when Agard opens his eyes he is sitting beneath a tree um, okay. it is a tree back in the Manacroft forest mm-hmm. a one of the more um, what's well, the main tree that you guys built your civilization around in the Manacroft Forest? We call the area Homewood. Yep, it, it's yeah. the, the Homewood tree, basically. Okay. The yep. main tree that you guys it's um, just massive. built it around. Yep. And as you begin to get up and look around, you can see darkness starting to come across the lands. Mm-hmm. And you see as the trees around begin to kind of shrivel Mm -hmm. and some of the leaves 
on the branches of the homewood tree start to kind of curl down. Yeah, and this is a tree that never, even in the winter, it never loses its foliage or anything. It's always... And it doesn't lose a leaf, Mm -hmm. but it does look as though the tips of the branches are losing a little bit of life. Mm -hmm. Yep. You, as a guard, take that vision as what you will. Go ahead and roll an insight into it. Thank you. (laughs) Because Alex like, oh... Okay. Uh, 18 plus 6, 24. So you were asking about murdering Chort. Right. Ridding the world of this evil is what he is. Agard feels as, even though he believes it's the right thing, Mm -hmm. that action and the way that action would be carried out... Mm -hmm would have a negative effect on the balance of life and death. Okay. It's not an honorable way to do it. Yeah. And that is the feeling of the... Not necessarily that his his death would interrupt the balance, but the way in which you were thinking about attempting to kill him would upset the balance. Yeah, I figured... Okay, so seeing this and that weight that he has, by the time Bracca would get to Agard, you could tell he's he's not weeping or sobbing, but he is he's in a state to where he is both meditating and crying, and he's you know just very kind of solemn right now. Right, um, Bracca would have just like sat down in front of you just while you were doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I don't know if, if you want to go to somebody else before he comes out of this, or. Um, I'm I'm gonna have the other group just kind of is watching as as all that took place with Julian and and Puck and Katie are standing there talking. They're just kind of sitting now. What would Katie have said after watching Julian? climb up and drop off the ceiling I don't think we would be saying anything we would be waiting we can see that or I'm assuming we can see that Rocco is down the way and that Agard is sitting in the middle um, roll a perception check because Rocco is a ways away and it's still really dark right I said down the way mm-hmm. Um, 12 so you know he is not within eyesight. You you're pretty sure he's near the armory or at the other end of the hallway. Do I see Agard sitting? Yes, at this point there he's in the middle and as you kind of well, as you look out and you see Agard sitting there. Agard, would your back be towards Braca or the front? Or sideways. Uh, feet towards the door, head towards the armory. Okay. <clears throat> so you see... Down the hallway. Agard like is laying... You're laying down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Said that several times. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Agard is, uh, gra- has grounded himself, laying down, head towards Makes the armory, sense. 
feet towards the uh, the entrance, mm. and you see as Braca appears and kind of sits in front of Agard. Katie will walk in that direction. I- I'll be I'll be right back. Um, uh, okay. So we will go to the three of you. Katie, you approach as Braca is sitting in silence and Agard is still are you still laying with your head down at this point or have you sat up? I, I would say it, I guess towards this point Agard will have come out of his I guess vision state whatever it is mm-hmm. and he'll lift his head up and of course see Braca sitting there so he'll put his head back down and try to wipe away <clears throat> the tears um, and then stand himself up kind of compose himself um, Braca I prayed to my god mm. And I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate the conversation we had. I do not feel like I can kill. But there's a balance in me that's already offset from what it should be. Doing this, I'm afraid, would push me farther in the direction I do not want to go. Okay. So it, take it as no disrespect for your counsel, oh, but no, I, it's... I I need to find out what's happening with me before I do anything else to push myself too far down a path I can't return from. Okay. That's fine. I don't take any ill will towards it. Um, I did go talk to him mm-hmm. while you were doing your thing. Tried to... I wasn't going to want to say that. Asked him about how to get out of here, all that. He didn't really give me an answer. But, I mean, just vague threats, that's about it. Mm. Just the usual stuff he's been doing. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know. I I assume just we just go through the, the door. I don't really know how else we could get out of here. Besides either opening the door and somehow climbing through the tunnel and hoping the fire doesn't hit us, hoping mm-hmm. the trap doesn't get activated, um, or opening this portal somehow. And hoping we don't land right in the middle of a camp. We will do as we do and do our best. Mm. Katie? I did speak to Julian and Puck. Um, they're really not sure how the keys work with the door as mm. well. Um, Julian does feel stronger and can feel that she might be able to climb up. Good. Um, I don't know if she'll be able to carry some of us. Mm. Um, so that would be the only thing is is how at least three out of the five of us will be able to get back up. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be able to get up. It'll just take a while. I may be able to help. <laughs> but we'll have to see. Um, whenever we came in, like, on the door itself, were there any runes or, like, anything above the door or around the door? Yes, they were around the top of the door. Okay. Um, I think you sketched those before the door started closing. If I, I, I sketched the one that was on the, the outside. stone, the big okay. rune on the, like, surface. I, I sketched gotcha. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you said that those are, like, similar style to the other runes in here. Yep. Um, okay. So, just from here, just, like, thinking before I, like, 
go to the door. Do I remember if any of those runes match the runes on the keys? You'd have to look at the keys. Um, to, may I, may I to, see the keys? Uh, yeah, you can. Here they are. Okay. And I'll just hand them over to Braca. Okay. I am going to speak to Chort before we leave, if that is okay with the two of you. Go for it. Of course. Um, what do you want to do about the misty demon sword thingy? I am debating that now. Okay. Should we lock it in the armory? I mean, if we lock it in there, I mean, I don't know, it's just behind a door. Anybody can get in a locked door. Well, it has a rune on it, right? Maybe it makes, at least it makes it harder. Sure, if you, if you want to. I don't, I don't, I don't see any reason in taking it. Nor do I. Um, Agar's gonna start walking. Well, good luck with your talk, Rocco will say as you're you going see him down the hallway. Nod as he walks away. Um, so looking at the keys now, just like thumbing through them, do any of them, like, I'll, I'll be walking down the hallway just like looking at the keys. Yeah, it would take you to get within eyesight of the door, probably honestly within 10 to 15 feet of the door to clearly see the symbol. Because um, you can see it from a distance, but it's very small. But as you get closer, it gets bigger and bigger. Mm. Um, when you get within 10 to 15 feet of it, you're able to kind of thumb through the keys. And you do find that there are actually three symbols above the door. Mm. No single key has all three symbols. But there are three individual keys with those symbols. Okay. So each one is a different portal? Or maybe two portals and a just open the door thing. Um, right. Yeah. Do any oh, yeah. do any of the keys give off? Um, do do the keys just give off like that light, or do you have to use, or did I only see the light? They give off a shape? faint light. Do any of them <clears throat> give off like a blue light? Yes. Okay. <laughs> God, that was dramatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a pregnant pause, okay. as you will. <laughs> um, well, is there is there a keyhole on the door? Like, not that you uh, can see. Okay. Um, would an investigation check uh, check help or no? Yes. Okay. May I do one? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Twenty-five. Damn. <laughs> just blew that out of the water. <laughs> My God. As you approach the door, hmm. do you have all three of those keys? One of the keys? What What are you doing? It starts um, to you. So thinking back that Puck said, well, it was a blue portal. I, I just have the uh, the blue key out and I'm just looking at it and I'm just kind of looking at the door and looking for a keyhole while, while I just have the one key just like holding it. So as you approach... Hmm. Um, this door was tall enough for Agar to fit through without ducking down, so it is a large door. You're looking it over, you don't see anything until you get within five feet of the door. There is a keyhole that appears. Like my height? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dang. I gotta jump. It's about six you feet. You gotta up. jump. Dang it. Okay. Jordan. Get your box jumping up. <laughs> I gotta get my there are moon shoes. There are two more that appear as you approach. One is about 
two feet lower than the previous one, so about four feet high to the left, and the other is about four feet high to the right, and they form a triangle. This is where we're going to end this week's episode, as Baraka stands before the entrance to the prison trying to figure out how to open the door from the inside. Thank you friends and fellow adventurers for joining the party of Cocked, a real play RPG podcast as we explore the homebrewed lands of Manassas. Everyone involved with this production is very appreciative of the love and support we have received from our listeners. The feedback has been overwhelmingly positive and definitely encourages us to keep making new content. In the next couple months, we have some exciting new things happening. Stay up to date with all of our extracurricular activities by following us on Instagram. The links for our show and cast Instagrams are in the episode description. Later this month, we will be recording content for a new one-shot. And as a reminder, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you will be getting the prequel campaign episodes released soon. Again, we apologize in advance for the poor audio quality, as this was before we upgraded our audio equipment, which honestly, it does make a huge difference. And, as always... Tune in next week to see how Braca and the party handled the door blocking their path to the chamber above. Hey, can we just really quick? What? Seriously. Everybody think back mm-hmm. to how many hugs <laughs> Braca has given Katie. <laughs> Katie and Braca have not had an emotional conversation. <laughs> no, she's I mean, just been your shoulder taxi. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I knew that. I was going to say, technically, now. he's hugged her head. I love the fact that this relationship is breaking apart. <sighs> I thought we had a conversation about our necklaces and how I had one, too. And then apparently I told you my whole life story when we were on our caravan so walk. If, if I that, okay, that well, was when I first met you. <laughs> you huh? were a stranger talking to well, Brock. I hold on. Ago. Just so I understand, <laughs> you equate a conversation about oh God. the efficacy of murder and not murder to <laughs> jewelry talk. I just want to make sure I didn't specify murder talk. He specified an emotional conversation between us. I'll tell you our our level we hit. We we leveled up in friendship. Of an emotional, the 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 subject matter doesn't matter is what I'm saying. It's the emotional conversation that matters. Reggie, you're in a safe place. (laughs) Oh my god! It's past my bedtime. I gotta take a nap. No, that's okay, Brock. I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna. Katie's not gonna take, you know, offense. You stole the keys. Huh? You stole the keys. I didn't steal <laughs> the keys. God damn it! Brock. Brock is like, you stole the keys, I give hugs away. That's what's up. <laughs> that's right. It wasn't really a hug for Agar. Yeah. It was a. He's looking, he looking down the hallway like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you stole my keys, I stole a hug. <laughs>